Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Um, hello and welcome to this week's Premier View podcast. Um, we're recording here on the... Fourth of Wednesday, the fourth. Um, I'm going to have a reaction to our defeat to Limerick. What went wrong? Have we drawn team out? Can we play in the weather? Can we play in players' injuries? So on. Um, we look at a draw. We we drew with Biden next round. So we'll kind of look at that and how how might get us back on roll road again. And then we we'll go out from there. How the COVID affected games, no crowds, and how we find the games at home, sitting on the couch, roaring at TV or. I said there's plenty of that done this week. So I joined this week though by Ended Racing and Michael Carty there. So we'll go through their start end and we'll go through the what we call it, our this my to Limerick. Limerick gonna win the All Ireland, five in a row. Where are we? Are we back to where we were? Mid nineties, mid early nineties. Jesus Christ, the way the lads are going on, it's where we didn't win the All Ireland a year ago, like do you know what I mean? Jeez, we we were bad, like. At the end of the day, there's no no fucking sugar cutting it. They were bad, but at the end of the day, like they haven't had a match in seven eight months. What challenge matches had we leading up to it? Awfully an Antrim. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and Limerick. In fairness, like you don't want to get to use the excuse that Limerick, but the game under the belt for Limerick in the first half against Clare, they were fucking, they were, they were poor. Like Clare shouldn't have been yeah, in, yeah. within an ass's or them. They were completely very rusty. Like they looked a lot sharper the first touch, even though the weather was horrendous. Limerick were holding onto the ball a bit better and they were using it a bit better. Just lost a lot of Unbelievable. Unbelievable. First touch like was fell overhand like poor. It was really poor. Even John McGrand, Noel and all these lads you'd associate. It, it's rare that the ball bounces off them, but Jesus, like they were, it was like a bar of soap. Would you agree with that, man? Yeah, but I, I don't, yeah, I would, yeah. I mean I don't the reaction, I suppose, from from the tip point of view, has been over the top. But I mean, the reaction from Limerick too has been over the top. Right? Um, yeah. Do you know? I mean, it, it's, it's crazy. Like, they, they, there's no All Ireland's ruin on the first of November. Do you know? And uh, like, the All Ireland final is down for the 18th or whatever, the 13th of 13th of December, this, yeah. this December. 
Um, there's a long way to go. It was a knockout. Um, and I, I wouldn't underestimate the, the whole COVID part that played in this. I mean, Limerick were used to the, we say, the bus or the cars with the masks on. And, and it, it was totally different for Tip. It was, yeah. and it's, it was a tough situation. And Limerick had the benefit of the week before. I mean, as, as Indus said there, they were, they, Limerick were poor in the first half against Clare. It took them, and it's just that Clare were so bad, they were able to pull away from them in the second half. That's why we were there, thereabouts coming up to half time. We'll say just be, when we got the goal, it was what back to five points. But, um, yeah, we, I think we were poor on the day, but I, I'm not overly disappointed either, to be honest. And a lot of people kind of saying, like, a lot of our main players didn't perform. And again, I've never seen some of our main lads never hit this ball as they ever did. But like, again, I wouldn't read too much into that. We know what the Mars are capable of on a good day, and they already have an off day, so. Yeah, I mean, exactly Paddy sure. pa- pa- Meher is a talisman, talisman for, for Tip for, since he came onto the team, more or less. Mm. And I mean, the man was on crutches a month ago. I mean, a lot of people don't know that, which is great. Before, sure, Tip News was all over the place. And you know, yeah. we got away with this one. Like, and it, it was great. It was great that it, it wasn't there. And it was low key. And as you said, there was no league form coming into it. It was different every other year as well. I mean, since what the 20th of September, Sheedy has had the lads. Whereas before, you'd always be playing games away in April with the club or whatever. But that was all gone for, for the lads. So it was a long lead into to a first round game. So I, I won't, I won't, I'm not going to read too much into it. I'm not, I, I don't think we, we should be jumping on any lads back over a poor performance last week. Now, if it happened again, of course, that's different. different oh, day. yeah, that's different. It was a completely new day out, like even earlier during the week, they were standing outside Park Queen and pissing rain, getting their names ticked off one by one on the fucking list for a couple of minutes. No, this going into yeah. the match and getting drowned away. Was like, it was Limerick, who said, we used to go and play the match instead. They knew the routine. Tipper kind of thrown in, driving down the car on their own. It was a different experience for our lads. And the game was over before we kind of knew we were in the match. But yet, the first day Limerick had the chance against Clare, it would make a difference. But we are the option. But I wouldn't. I'd be. I'd go again. And like again, she didn't show his hand. You could. There's a few lads that didn't feature at all or came on barely, and we could have a better team out. Yeah, we were team I, I, behind their hand. You know, we still have a better team. I don't know how you felt leading up to like with the team selection, but the minute Bonner and Dan weren't on the team, I was. Yeah. I wasn't very confident now. And when the weather was coming in as it was. Like it suited Limerick down to the ground. Like they'll dog you in that weather, and if you can't move the ball out of traffic quickly, like. And the problem was, yeah, the breakdown was the kind of full back line the, and half hour line was where on paper looked like they made a change. And that's where you're going short the puck out to lose them or going long to half hour line, not win them. Like, yeah. it, it's fairly, it was kind of self explanatory at times what was going on. Um, yeah. I thought, I thought in the second half, we were very poor with the use of the ball. Yeah. Looking for contact way too much when we had it and coughing up position with the wind. We should have been moving the ball with the wind like it was crazy. Yeah, and I suppose our 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 um our best uh, tactic all the time is move with the ball. I mean, we we yeah. rarely carry the ball in, into contact. It's, and and we were doing that. And I suppose of all the teams out there, um, Limerick are the team you don't carry it into contact. I mean, they're yeah. they are massive men, all of them. Right? So I mean, mm-hmm. you you are going to cough up a fair bit of it if you do carry it into contact. Um, but like yeah, like Inda said there, when the team was named, it's hard to know with 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 a team name. Like, I don't know, would, would you have picked Sean O'Brien, Mark Kyo, if, if you if you were, like, I know there was an, an injury or two, but um, 
it's, I don't know when when it comes to hotting and trotting down the line, I don't know will those lads be on it. Yeah, yeah. So I think like Sheedy was just maybe not trying to show his full hand, maybe. If this was a game, say two or three years ago, a month semi final in July, hopping off the ground and back then months height worth everything, you know, a lot more than mm. there now. We we we'll talk about that later on, but like I think we could have had a different team out in the field again. Um yeah. like, the way it is this year, it's a case of getting through, getting into Crow Park and get there. You know, that's it's like Wexford got cocky by Gallo. They're not going they're probably going to feel the same thing again, you know. They're gonna go again. No yeah. same as ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like I'd have I'd have Dan McCormick on the starting fifteen every day of the week, but yeah. I just couldn't understand bringing him on to win the game. You know, Dan, Dan isn't the fellow yeah. who to come on and win you. The game. No. So, uh, but he obviously he needed game time. So I was happy enough that he got to whatever 25, 25 minutes that he got that he that he needed for himself. But I don't think if if it was a knockout game and we were down by eight points, then Sheedy's looking around. It isn't a Dan McCormick he's going to bring on. It, 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 yeah. oh, oh, it's a Jake it. Morris kind of person, or one of the exactly yeah, as, the, as, the, as four getter, like yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of lads making a lot about um, bubbles coming in there about his physique when he was coming in. I just can never get my head around lads like that. Like bubbles is big. He's stocky. He's always got a bit. He's like that. Yeah. When he's fit. Yeah. So when he was in, he was injured coming in. To the, to the match basically the last few weeks after the club championship he was sure we remember him coming on for killing all and going back off after five minutes like he was a crock and he hasn't had time to get the running into him to get the you know, to get a bit of body fat down but he was never the quickest anyway so no, he had the hand to <laughs> the score exactly like so like he doesn't really need that so like, he was, it was good to give him a few minutes as well I suppose as you say that wouldn't be a team if you were playing in All Ireland in the morning. He wouldn't be picking that team, like you know what I mean? No. Yeah, and he, and he certainly wouldn't be making the, the substitutions. I don't think he, that he made. Like, um, I, I think Bubbles will be there thereabouts when the knockout championship comes. And um, now, obviously, the next one is going to be. But I, I don't think we'll. There, we draw Wexford to the next year. And I know you're talking about that in a while. I think the other, everyone else is is within our range. We shouldn't have any major problems with it. Like so. Um, I think Bubbles will be there, thereabouts, and he just needs the time. Yeah, he came on, he played against us in the ring. But he only trotting on the field, he wasn't moving, didn't look fit. But that, like, that wasn't long ago at all. Like, and lads think, Chiz is able to lose fucking look super fit, like Limerick lads in space, one or two months. It doesn't happen. Like, it's not like, no. But he's, he's able to do, he's a player that's able, he knows what he's able to keep for himself and he, when he's on song day, he's on song. Like, you know, he's getting a bit of stick now, I didn't like a lot of the last saying, you know, it was, you're kind of going, geez, we cop on ourselves, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but I would say Sheedy put him on and said, on you go, and then coming off the field, he's saying, now John, you see you're a good bit off the pace, like, you know, yeah. you've, yeah. you've a lot of work to do in the next couple of weeks. And... No, it's just a tactic out of Sheedy, possibly, you know. Yeah, he did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Deshaun. No, that's not what I'm saying. Sheedy is kind of saying, you're in my plans. It's kind of a say of saying, not forgetting about you're in my plans. Like, you know, he's saying, what? If the game wasn't melted, but he would be coming on, kind of way, down the line, mm. or starting down the line. So, he's keeping in mind that. On the, on the other side of the coin as well, Sean, like, 
were wondering how much stock Sheedy was putting into it, but Limerick looked like the, they were desperate to win that match. See Kylie's re- reaction at full time whistle there, like yeah. it was like it was after winning a monster on All Ireland there, like mm. whereas Sheedy's been down this road so many times, like he knows the bigger matches down the road. And yeah, regardless of winning or losing it, like you're going to have to probably play them again to win in All Ireland. So, hmm. oh yeah, you're going to beat him or be the team to beat Limerick. Like, you know, exactly, exactly. They're and in that there. weather, like in that weather, like you're not going to prove too much in that weather, winning or losing. Like Jesus, I know we weren't at, but I, I imagine how bad it must have been because it looked horrendous on the telly to hurl in that like. It's possibly the worst I've say I've ever seen her in the county game played in any, but this time of year there's not too many played in that Barno Lee game or a lot of Christie game. But um would it was any kind of standout from the game, like players that you kind of thought went okay or a bit above what they went to do or struggle on, kind of you know, even though they're going against it. Like Breen uh, like Breen came on, I thought he got in a bit of ball. Um John Mar, yeah. it's good to see John Mar, but he got he won the first one or two, and he got kind of turned a bit. He's in for a few scores, then. Yeah, Again, throwing Flanagan, that in, it was yeah, game over. And again, goal, he was a bit dodgy there, and all. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put too much on him. It was a sinking ship at that stage, and he was. Yeah, that's what I mean. You're throwing in, you're you're throwing in to kind of sew it up a bit. Um, like Hogan's puck outs, what do you think of them? Or in general, or the blue and balls for sake for the one point. The first half, I like the first twenty. First half were probably going okay. Like, I, hmm. when, and when Morris scored the goal, I was like, Jesus, right? No, we're, we're in good order now. If we can keep keep the points down a bit, um, Hogan was using he was going okay with the puckouts. But in the second half, they started hitting sharp puckouts in the second half, and I was just thinking the amount of effort that you're going to have to make to get the ball up to that end of the field, passing it through the hands, just let Hogan lump it down. Because with that wind, it's not going to come back too quickly. At least it's in the right area of the pitch. But they were fucking yeah. the short the whole half. It was driving me mad. Yeah. And his, I think his, it was either his first or second puck out of the, of the second half. It landed actually inside 14. Yeah. It was a monster. The second one. Yeah. I, and yeah. I was saying, let's do this and try it. But then went going back short. We lost the ball in the 14 or 21. And Boga turned over. And, yeah, but his very next one after that one, he drilled it out to Noel. Out, and Noel was out in sideline, went out for a sideline to, to Limerick. But I mean, I couldn't believe, why did, he go, why did he go short there? And then in the weather, to be, he, like, he absolutely drilled it at Noel yeah. in that weather. It was crazy. Like. Hogan's shots, his shot stopping is the biggest bugbear for me. That's, I mean, maybe I'm being ultra critical, like, but... He's had a few now, what did I probably put in the howler category because remember the Lee Chins one, they learned semi last year, like he could have threw his hat on it and it went in under him. And even even the Glenn penalty yes on Sunday, he went way too early, like way too early. Like Glenn was only stepping up to the ball. He was only stepping up to the ball and he started moving, like at least wait until he's rising it and then move. Yeah. Um Maybe the first yeah, one, look, the benefit of the doubt with that, like he probably got wrong footed, he probably thought he'd hit, clean, hit a bit cleaner, but it's skeptical. Yeah, I, yeah I, I, he, he has never, I don't know, has he ever brought off a, a save of note um, in what, three, is it three, two years, three years he's in the goal now? Yeah. But um, on, on Sunday, yeah, the penalty, he definitely, like it looked, looked like he stepped out of the way the ball was just went down the middle. I mean, he could have 
if he'd have stayed where he was, he was just controlling it on the hurling and clearing it. Yeah. Uh, probably nothing he could do for Flanagan's goal. It, it was a miss hit and no, nobody was expecting it. I don't think Flanagan was even expecting it. You know, so. mm. but, um, and who yeah. do you think, lads, what, will, he, will Ronan be in front from the rest of the year, full back, and just set him, forget Ronan, or what way to go? Or? I suppose I it just, depends on the, on the injury to, to Barry Heffernan. I mean, mm. is Heffernan, what's the story? I mean, we saw him he was definitely injured in, in Nina's last game of the of the club championship. And yeah. it looked it looks like he came off with the same type of an injury there on, on Sunday. So yeah. it's, uh, but like no I I would imagine Ronan will eventually go back in and stay there. Now listen, Brendan Maher man marked Gillan last last year and mm. Limerick's whole attack is based around that early ball into Gillan and I didn't see any change last Sunday to the Kilkenny game. And after what, the first 15 minutes of the Kilkenny game, Limerick Kilkenny game semi final last year, Kilkenny mm-hmm. copped what was going on and cut that out. And I think Tip, Tip are intelligent enough that they would do that if we had to meet Limerick again down the line. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a lack of options as well. Like, you'd love to have Ronan out in the half back line, but like, we just don't have a full back, you could say, in the county. like. Not that that's not county standard, so we've <laughs> no choice. Like, but I, I was I was surprised that Brendan was on Glenn, especially given how good a job he done on him last year. Like, I was actually very surprised. Yeah, I was surprised at that as well. Um, but I suppose she like again, it wasn't a do or die game, so I yeah. wanted, wanted to see how things were going to fare out. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> There's a <laughs> their reaction on Premier View. Like I mean, I've never seen so many pages that get totted up in the space of twenty four hours, and uh, on all the threads. Like it's uh, absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thank God I went on the beer and just left the phone down for the evening. I just say forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> few lads are asking for party centre forward and everything, and uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that sort of thing is going Lefty. on. Like oh, fuck. Yeah. But we saw it so far this year, like all the other games, my championship games we had, there'd be one team better than the other, and it's just the other team yeah. in their head. They see the game out, and they're kind of team that's behind. This is Ash, we get through this, so injuries hopefully and get out. Like, you know, it's all clear, works for the not. You know, there's there's the way the format is. Like the next day is do yeah. or die for most teams, so they're not they losing out or not. You see, they're here or there. Yeah, yeah, like I, 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 I don't. Uh, yeah, I, 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 even. Yeah, whoever whoever lost or won at the weekend, I mean, you were saying that Kylie was delighted with the win, but I mean, I, I presume if Tip won, Sheedy would have been delighted with the win, but Kylie would have been probably the same going, well, look, that's over and done with, and we're in the qualifiers. Do you know, I don't think it's it's not devastation at losing. It's, it wasn't that do or die game, um, and like I'd say we were happy enough, not that we're happy enough, but, but it, we're not out, and the qualifiers could potentially be a stepping stone, you know, and, and getting harder every game, which is what they want, you know, until they get to the semi-final. And let's face it, I, I couldn't see us not being in the semi-final. Yeah. And speaking yeah. there of qualifiers, what way, what, what kind of draw do you want next? Do you want to, as the saying goes, an easy draw, a tricky draw? Do you want to clear Oxford? What kind of way, like? I, I don't think you'd be too... Um... I think it's much of a muchness, is it? Like the way Wexford played against Galway, like um, they look like a team that are coming to the end of the Davy Fit cycle. Now, to be honest, like they can't sustain the way they were hurling the last few years, and they looked like fairly leggy against Galway, even 
you know, it looks like he has, you know, he got them back early after a club championship that was finished in the middle of August. It looks like he was flogging them again, like, so. Wexford, you'd say, would probably be the stickiest. I'd have no problem with Clare, I think. I'd say we'd bet them pulling up. Yeah. So, if you Clare, Bate Nation, Cork would probably beat Dublin. See Dublin not this Saturday in Turles, so you resume. Yeah, you'd imagine so, yeah. Um, Cork, they're just typical Cork, aren't they? They just don't have a back, man. They're not going to win in All Ireland with the set of backs that they search. That Robert Downey lad, when they're putting him centre back, you know they're hard up for a few backmen. Like so, we, we like we shouldn't have uh, much hang ups about beating any of those teams. Like if we're going to win in All Ireland, we shouldn't anyway. Yeah, oh, it's, and it's to get out and win it, draw one of them, and everybody's going and pop a show like you know, and then get the horses back, get them back again, and go again like and off oh, some players. Next day out, make a different form than did last day. And if they go bad again, then we can start criticizing again. But until that was he. And sure, I suppose if they go bad the next day, they're out. Like that's. Yeah, that's so it's, it'll be it'll be a case of half team retiring, she the out, and who the fuck are Tenio kind of thing. They want it. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah. But Wexford looked like we'll say David. Wexford looked like a team that are in the the. The fourth year of a, of a three-year cycle with Davy, it looked totally out in their feet. Um, now, look, I, they, of, all, of the three teams that we can meet, they would be the ones I wouldn't like to meet because yeah, they all it, yeah from that team, they all is kind of all one in way. Yeah, D- Davy would have them driven mad like that. That we yeah. we did we did oh, them yeah. in the semi-final last year and they, the ref rolled like, them and all that. Yeah, all that stuff like you know. So, um, <laughs> but. Uh, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't have a problem with with Clare, especially with the way they're they're shaping up for the last couple of years. And I didn't see anything different in the limit match to say that they'd be a threat this year. So I wouldn't have a, an issue playing Clare in, a, in the next round. Um, ourselves in Cork, we always seem to, you know, there's points flying over from from everywhere. And um, but I, we have too much for for Cork at, at this point. I don't know. They went back to Kingston and. I still, I still see Cadigan playing corner forward, and this weather, whatever about the hard ground in the summer for Cadigan, this weather definitely isn't going to suit him. Um, mm. So I don't know why, I don't know why the Turnbull, Turnbull didn't start, and then I couldn't understand bringing him on, and what the seventy-first minutes just didn't make sense. I don't know what Cork were at. That Cork, yeah, looking at Cork, you kind of want like when you go back and look at our game back again, so on, and can look back Cork. Cork looked completely you know, clueless all year. We look kind of at times as well, but. Cork looked like what? What are we trying here? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, got anything going? Like. No, I, but like, I mean, we, we we have something to build on. I mean, because we, we have the form from last year. They've not. They've yeah. no form. That's the thing. Yeah, you're kind of looking at Cork what they've left and what they can change. And there's bits they can, but there's not. Like, we could bring on four or five lads next to start different positions, and no, they're completely refreshing altogether. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, we have the two the two twenty All Irelands and. Some of the lads that were standing out that are struggling to make it, but I can't understand why Cork aren't throwing them lads in because yeah. the tried the tried and tested that they have are just haven't done it. And so, Liam Callad really pumped on silent, wasn't he? He was giving it night. I could hear him here in the housewife from the stadium. <laughs> yeah. he's a good operator. Man. In fairness, it's neat. He's like I went to the bookies as quick as I was able. Like, like Watford were an absolute steal for that match. Like they were fifteen to eight. Like, self and Beavens are they're a fair duo, lads. Like they're like, and everyone would agree. Like they're the next lads in once she eats sides to 
decides to pack it in the second time. Uh, you'd be excited to get them in because they get geez, more, more fair motivated there. there, there. And yeah, they, 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 they played a, yeah, they played played a typical lean cattle game as well. But you know, there it was pure honesty of effort and mm. um, like uh, I, I just I have great time for Beavens. I think he's I think he's a magician on the sideline. He's, he's the, the second coming of of him and O'Shea. Like, and mm. I, I'd love to get him in with with, with that tip team. And um, look, I think it'll probably happen at some stage for for yeah. cattle and and. Um, and Beavens, but like they're a great team. They work. They work well off each other. They and Cahill is a great man manager, and Beavens is a super coach. Yeah, hundred percent. Like Waterford are probably worth Waterford are worth ten points victory, not four points. You know, some lads go, "Is Waterford? Is Cork gave them everything? They scored one twenty four. You know, by whatever yeah. four in the end. Like they were 10, 12 points of their team. Like Waterford. Oh, yeah, they're all off the match. Yeah. But sure, like you just the, the one thing with Cork is if you physically try to bully them, they have no response for it. Like in every match they lose, like it's physically they get fucking thrown off the pitch. And it was the same the other day. Like if you look at Hurl, they're obviously great to watch and hoggy this and hoggy that and all this shit. But like once you put them under physical pressure, they fall. Like more often than not. Yeah, I don't think they've recovered from from near from nearly beating Limerick there in twenty eighteen. I think they've they've gone back so much. Like they, they, that game was done and dusted with what ten ten minutes to go, eight minutes mm. to go. They were six yeah. eight, and 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 blew and blew it, and they haven't recovered from it. Yeah, you forget about that quickly as well with the Limerick team. The way a few ex Limerick managers and players are going on the last few days, it's rare to have five or six All Irelands in the bank in the last ten years. Like they, they've lost. A, they should have lost a few few times in the knockouts, winning the All Ireland in eighteen, and last year they lost three matches as well. It's unbelievable the reaction we're getting, isn't it? Off of Kerry and Tom Ryan, isn't it? Oh, it's great. <laughs> it's great. It's I, mean, yeah. I mean, what they won? They won eight All Irelands in one hundred and twenty years, and here they are talking about winning five in a row. I I love to hear. <laughs> it's absolutely. It's car crash stuff from them though, isn't it? Like, are they looking to put a target on the backs of the team? Like, I, I feel bad for the players. They're probably just like, "Will you shut up, you senile old man?" Like, yeah, we're like they're gone. They're gone. They're evens in the bookies for the All Ireland. Like, you kind of wonder, like, on that performance against the team that kind of was over. Once you got the once we scored, they scored a goal. It was over. Um, like, would I? Where would he go? Would you have would you have Galway as the best at the moment and what you've seen or Limerick or like I know Sarsh can't say Limerick there, but I think Galway if they met Limerick would be or if we bet Limerick again we'd have to be completely well, yeah, left there. You have yeah, you have to say Galway and, and Limerick are, are ahead of the rest yeah, of the world. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like you can't they both only well, Limerick have played twice, but Galway have only played once. But you can't read you can't read anything into it, and the weather is probably only going to get worse as, as time yeah. goes on. But I, I, I did like to look at that Galway stick the six forwards that Galway have. They looked like they could cause mm. damage if if they did get going properly, you know. Um, but look, it's, it's hard to know. I, I, I wouldn't be afraid of them anyway, at the moment. I just, but again, I'm only basing on what we know these tip players can do. But I yeah, what well, we can do, yeah. And 
yeah, you got to know what's, what's achieved next game. Again, two games, Limerick won, weren't knockout games. They know they won them well in them, but again, both teams have played them perform. They clear and tip both didn't perform today. I say, we say the same with Wexford Thomas about Galway, but you, you, like it's just, lads going, oh, it's Limerick are even money now, it's picking it up for the all iron fine. You're kind of going, geez, you know, it's not like Man City in the Premier League years ago. Yeah. Right? White here on the side is. This year it's going. You said the weather's getting worse. It's cold today was one to two degrees. Like it's going. They play an intercounter hurling in them conditions. It's going to be different for a lot of players. That's for sure. Yeah, a lot of the players are not used to it. I mean, they wouldn't even be used to it. It's only the the big clubs would say that would be even. The Pearson uh, lads. Yeah, yeah. yeah and the Pearson would say the Sairs or you know or any of the clubs that go that go on a long time in in, in the All Irelands will be mm. training now. Isn't it strange going back to the back to the old format though after the last few years with the the group stages like uh, I just I just thought to myself after we lost Limerick, oh Jesus, we lose one more match now, we're gone. <laughs> it's unreal been back to it because <laughs> there's been so much hurling over the last few years. And um what kind of way what do you think of the games? Like I know you've probably watched a couple of games on TV in over the past few weeks. What would you make what did you make of knowing being at him and how did you come across in our sitting room? Like, were, did you feel the passion or he were delivering to you? Were you kind of sitting there going, Jesus Christ, or watching pure dire here? Like, you know, what way did he come think you were? I thought I saw more passion uh, from commentators in the in the streamed games that were going on, <laughs> that were going on in the club championship. Um, I know, I, I think it's 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 very hard. Um, I think we saw, we saw that all summer since the games have come back. It's very hard to, to judge a game looking at on the, on the telly. I know... Jeez, I, I hated not being in Cork on, on Sunday. Um, to, I thought four o'clock had never come. And then geez, when, when the match was going astray, I could thought the final would never come. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say yeah. when he said it. <laughs> um, did, did, but yeah, uh, it was strange. It was strange, all the games. Yeah, you hear a lot of people complaining. Though. Like, I don't think... I, it'd be naive to think before that it was going to be the same with no crowd at like. It's just not going to be the same. The players, there's nothing for the players to react off of. You know, there's not going to be as much fucking, you know, hilter skelter in the match. Uh, periods of the ball getting stuck in ropes, lads bouncing off each other. It's going to be more like more challenge match pace, isn't it? And to be honest with you, the scoring is kind of their their challenge match scores at the minute, aren't they? Well, oh, for yeah. score one twenty eight, like you don't that doesn't happen often, like you know, like, yeah. Bang them over, and if you said the crowd makes a big like, I was even last week there was a match on in Russia, where Munich were playing Moscow or someone, and Munich got a goal or you know Munich missed penalty, and the mm. crowd went absolutely berserk, and sure Moscow scored the other end, but the crowd reaction, I was kind of, we were kind of watching here going, Jesus Christ, we hadn't heard a crowd like that in so long, yeah. that were like Jesus unreal, like, kind of, and you could players actually picked up off it. And the same in the tip game, no one tip got the first goal, get back into a couple of points. Like the crowd could have got behind and rallied, but then we conceded it quickly again, and that was it, game over. There's no rally cry, you could say, from the crowd and all. Yeah. It definitely comes down to play. And it's hard, and you can hear everything. This, that echo is, it must kind of affect them as well. You know, the open stadiums are they're like mm. that's concrete stadiums. It's, it's usually when you have big moments and big matches, like you have that crescendo of noise and you have like yes. people holding their breath and all that it comes into your head, like when you're hitting the ball or whatever, like it's just gone, like it's unbelievable. Like it must be different for them, like it must be. 
Speaking of ball, is this yellow ball lighter? Because they seem to be hitting the ball 200 yards these days with the yellow one. I know they're hitting a far now, but it seems to be, it seems to be flying over the barrels from I think way the, back. Yeah, I think, the, I don't know whether it's the yellow ball or what, but I think over the last couple of years, the, the, the ball itself has been yeah. flying around this. I mean, the, you, you had Cork putting up 40, it was 140 against Westmead last year. Like, we've all, we've all been at matches where there's been a mismatch, even in a challenge match, and put like 140 is phenomenal score. You, mm. you had Limerick putting up whatever, 36 points against Clare. Like, they scored, what, 117 the last day in the first half. You know, it is this huge score. It's, I don't know. I don't know if you watched the minor game against, against Kerry. And mm. like minor obviously is under 17 now. Stephen Farncombe hit a free from nearly his own 45. He, he's yeah. 16 years old. Like, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. hit a golf ball that far. They don't want to slit. Well, it's kind of Farncombe's a combination of, yeah, it's a combination of lads getting better technically and stronger yeah. and, yeah. But the, the lightness of the ball, I think, is becoming an issue. I didn't think I'd ever say it. No, I, I don't mind high-scoring games usually, but it's going to be too up more now. It's standing up yeah. more now because the games are looser. And I was like, geez, the ball is going over here. Anything when I got on the ball from within, drawing 45, to the other end of the field, it was points. Like, you know, but you even seen that the other day, like, the was it inside the first five or ten minutes when Hegarty got the point there on the left wing? Like, he yeah, was completely on his own. There was no one within 30 yards of him. And he just slotted it over in, in the first five minutes, like, do you know what I mean? So, do you know, the lack of intensity is adding to the, side, to the amount of scores going over as well, I think. There's, I don't think there's any doubt about that, the lack of a crowd. And another thing as well, the, the GA goal, like, um, there was a few technical issues the first week, weekend, but other than that, like, to have all the games on demand like that is, it should be the way going forward, even crowds and all crowds, like, I think, and yeah, 100%. There's a market there for it. People pay, like, whether abroad or not, watch a back, match back like. And it won't affect the crowd. If you want to go to a match, you're going to go to a match, aren't you really? Or if you want to watch, like, tip player in the football, like, a lot of lads probably wouldn't have went in and see the at all, but you might throw it online for the fiver there or whatever, you know. Oh, yeah, it's great value for the fiver. Yeah, same to minor game. You know, you might yeah. throw it on instead of going off on a Wednesday evening down to Kerry or wherever to watch it. You can just throw it on there. It's definitely promoting the game. You have to be, and it's, We've seen it with club games during the year so far as well. It has, to, I say, it could stay going if you get the backing of GM if you want to board to keep recording and publicising them and getting them out there. Yeah, but the, the GA will have to get better at kind of the marketing and the, the scheduling of the games. I think there's four games on it, half one or something this weekend. That you know, and yeah. games that people would watch. Why not stagger them out through the day? Have, have I think your man, you and McKenna was on on Twitter there, he said that from 12 o'clock to 8 o'clock at night, why not have a game every hour and a half? And he's right. Mm. You know, it, would yeah. be, it would be brilliant for the I, team. Yeah. I could Dublin East game, the Do- uh, Dublin, or the Dublin Kenny game clashed with the, like the Cork game on Saturday. Yeah. It was, they were so, I can't understand how they fixed them for the same time. Like, especially hurling when there's so little hurling championship games. I know football is different, but the hurling should be staggered three Saturday, three Sunday, everybody can do it. And they would say spread them out like, and compete with Arsenal Light or Ireland France from probably the 8 o'clock. Put on against them and see what happens. Like, if you want to watch, you watch. Yeah, but see, yeah, professional but... organisations are taking that as well, even with the Premier League. Like, yeah. Wasn't, wasn't, in hindsight, wasn't it stupid that they'd have six or seven matches on at 2 o'clock on a Saturday at the very same time? Like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now they're... When the Premier League came back, it was brilliant with 
the amount of games. Yeah. And even they're still doing it now, you know, four, four Saturday, four Sunday, two, yeah. two Monday. It's, it's a brilliant way of doing it. Like. And it, you're getting to see, I know they have their box office shite going on at the moment, but I mean, that's probably not going to last. Yeah. Uh, I think for the, for the Fiverr, I'd watch all the tip games if, if I'm at home from. Um, and like any hurling supporter, as you said, the, the car, people that watch Cork and Watford would watch Kilkenny and, and Dublin. Dublin. Well. Oh yeah, and you know. we yeah, because it it's a game where I know it finished. It's a strange finish to them. Like we kind of half fun, and then we turned it off. But would the right game if it was on to watch? Is he would have got rightly riled up watching Kenny let fourteen point lead slip. You know, to see mm. no, not even didn't get to see it at all. Could have thought it was the game over. But it's definitely something they should. Is this the way they clashed the hurling and Saturday kind of clashing lines? I was like, how the hell? What he's decided that like there was no. It's just crazy, really. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think the Sunday game showed as well. I don't know to see it Sunday night, but that the Sunday game is shite when there's when there's too many games. Yeah, yeah. No, there's so there's so many games on at the moment that it, there should be a Sunday game football and a Sunday game Ireland. And, mm. and I think from an RT point of view, it's a it's a no brainer. Or a Saturday they, game and a Sunday game are split well, up some way, you know. Just, yeah, yeah, there's there's no reason not to because. You get the audience for it, and the, the sponsors would be mad for it. Unbelievable, yeah. I don't even look forward to the Sunday game anymore. I wait for a Monday night. The GA 2020 is the best show, highlights show you can get. Yeah. No, no shite, just the games, highlights of the games. Every minute is spent on showing us highlights. Not looking at Des Cattle trying to speak, looking at a teleprompter for fucking 20 or 25 minutes. <laughs> just straight up highlights. And they actually showed the Joe McDonough games as well, as which is... You know, there were some cracking matches in that, like, at, at the weekend as well, so... You know, they give they give a lot of time to um, to less glamorous matches, you know what I mean? 100%. Are we going mm. to see any crowds at games at all, even at Ireland Finals? No. We say it's a gone fish here, is it? Or hope at all, even well, at housing well, no. Yeah, the way the cases are going there at the minute, you'd have a bit of hope. Like, they're dropping very quickly. Um, in a month's time, we'll tell the story. It'd be great to get even a few thousand out on it, like... Uh, some of the soft games I've seen so far in Europe, like they have, you're in your seat, you're five seats apart from anyone, there's three thousand that match, three American footballers, four thousand, and everyone, like, if you're told to sit down your fucking seat and stay there, you will wear a mask down oh, to yeah. win out. It's like, and if you're going to Iron Final and seeing your team to count there, you'll do whatever they tell you. There's no two ways about it. Yeah. So yeah. In Crawford, yeah, there should be no excuse for it, like, they're. <laughs> There should be plenty of uh, plenty of room to spread lads out. It would be great to have a crowd for the All Ireland. If that'd be something to build, to, like even, it'd be be, it'd be, even added incentive for the players as well. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I think with the way the cases are going, you, I suppose it all depends. Are we going to get level two or three? Um, join the first of December. That you know, I think probably the whoever's lobbying for the retailers and the vintners and all that because with the Christmas period, but um, like the year. I suppose they they probably want to keep their head down at the moment with the with the amount of negativity that came out there over um you know, kind of over the last month or whatever. So but I don't see any reason why why there couldn't be um there couldn't be crowds of games up in, in Crow Park especially. It should be so easy to, to manage. There's no oh, yeah. people at the in the stadium there for clear limiting was for any club games when the crowds were actually allowed. Like yeah. you know, did it come out with a statement release actually how why there's some idea of people like what the hell is going on here? Like, 
Did it break, yeah, two, break down a day? 268 or 58? 287 or something. Was it? Oh, for me. Yeah. Was it stupid? Like, you know, there was only 200 for any club games today, maybe 210. That included sport as well, you know. So, it's a strange that if you had no passing to win or a journalist or 18 voluntary stewards to make sure it's happened, the back kitchen and no one's in was working, like, you know. It was, yeah. <laughs> it's, a bit, it's a bit stupid, like, you know. Yeah. yeah. I know, sure, I suppose it all depends on what way these cases are going to go and that's, that's to, that'll determine what, what crowds are allowed and go to, go to games. Yeah, and then just to finish up on, like we've seen so far, we've played a few games very individual, the prison championships, like, you know, and they've been kind of whitewashed in the end. Will there come a stage next year each year after where Pro Park will go and say, hey, we'll get rid of these, this form and go an All-Ireland Championship and just two groups of four or whatever, two groups of five, and play it out from there. Is the Munster title second on most teams' minds nowadays the same length title? What do you well, it depends on, depend on the county, is not it? Um, yeah. I think you can see the way Tip treated it now. It's not a negative thing, but it's just the way it is. Like, they're in the business of winning All-Irelands. But if you had to go and ask uh, any Clare GA supporter, like, if you won a Munster final, would you take it? They'd take your hand off for it. Like, um, I'd say it, it'll come down, it will be, I think it'll be gotten rid of eventually now, but how soon that'll be, I couldn't tell you. Will they, yeah, they uh, break kind of format or something, will they, or something like that kind of, in her own style? Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see what happens over the next, um, we'll say over the next couple of months, because I, I don't know, did you see the task force came out with the split season, that they're going to recommend a split season. If, you, if you're looking yeah, at a split cool, season, yeah. yeah, if you're looking at a split season with an Ireland final in July, can, can you have the league as well? And mm. like, I think there's going to be a league format of some sort, but can you yeah. play two, two leagues is, is, is the thing. Like, to be honest, I don't mm. think you can in, in, that, in that time frame. Um, but I don't know. I, if you win it, it's great, the Monster Championship. And look, I, I'm not going to not going to give out about the Monster Championship because it, it, the same argument is there for divisions within TIP. Like, you know, there's no point in me coming out here saying, oh, I don't, I don't think the Monster Championship is irrelevant because then I'd be saying, oh, the West Championship is irrelevant. We all have our own our own views on that and what, what championships are relevant or irrelevant. But Inda's right. If, if you handed the Monster Championship to Waterford or Clare, they'd bite your hand off for it. Um, exactly. But, I mean... Waterford and Clare are probably they they use it as a building block, whereas Tip are focused on winning all Ireland, and that's that's their goal. And it's the same thing in, in the county championship. The the big the team the four or five teams at the top of our county championship are looking at winning the county championship, but the other ten or eleven teams are probably only looking. You know, it would be great to win a division championship for them. You know, and that's exactly. it's the same thing. It's the same thing with the with the provincial and the all Ireland. Like that could have been, could have been all different if we said, Jesus, if we bet Limerick well last week, it, it could have been the same different story. Now, ah, Grand Monster will win, but like, it's just the way to see the results go. When teams are behind, they fold, and that's the list they know there's another day to get it. Um, and it's something yeah. that once the season starts to split, then they'll have to look at some, yeah. how can they get the two? You can't just do what's been before if you want to split either end. There's no, no yeah, I think it'll get to the stage where they'll just, the link will have to go like in, like in the club hurling and tip. Maybe some some argument for having the league as a provincial basis the way it is That's now, like the championship. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
run the league off as your provision. Kind of, you know, your provincial kind of championships are league slash league. Yeah. Yeah. Like the old provincial, like provincial we had last year. That's their league. You're getting your three or four games. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And some sort of buy, maybe a win that you get a buy into the first round and all that. Some we could have some incentive well mixed into like. Yeah, maybe like the provincial winners play each other for a league cup, then like you know to keep the kind of league thing there or something like that. Um, but yeah, the, it's hard. It's hard to argue with the fact that the last couple of years, like I, I've enjoyed the extra matches. To be fair, so um, monster titles. I mean, ten years ago. We wouldn't be turning them down so easily, but the, yeah, it's no. just the way things are gone now. We still won't turn them down. It's just, no, you know, they, no. it's just we're, the way we're talking tonight. Ah, we lost to Liverpool's grand, and Clare, we lost to yeah. Nash, we lost to what? Liverpool, we lost to him. Talk or the same Nash. We go again, you know. That's just the kind of attitude at the moment from anyone who lost is we let Limerick and whatever I understand that Lean Cal is telling the boys in the one title there, they'll go ahead, go and hold yeah. to beat Limerick. Yeah. yeah, but I think it's it's like it's like the league. It it, ser- it serves a purpose. And if you get into a league final and you win it, it's great. But if yeah. you don't, you know, it's right. We drive on just doing all Ireland championship. It's the same with Munster. If we're in the Munster final, in the Munster group thing from the last two years ago, you just wanted to be in the top three. Once you're in the top three, then you are you are happy. There's so many other games that are dead rubbers. Like, oh, Jesus, just go down here and yeah. fucking this match. And, oh, Jesus. Hopefully, lads don't get injured and mm. what are going in other way. Is that going to feel some of the games? That's what I don't want. Yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose it, with, with the amount of games, you know, if you're in a five-team league, you have four games over the five weeks, is it now? And oh. six weeks, I think they, they, they did have it though. Um, but like, I, I don't know. We put an awful lot in. Like, I'm just going on last year's championship. We put an awful lot into the first game against Limerick, and then we had to go out a week after and play them again, and it was kind of like oh, shite. You know, yeah. we, we really didn't want that game. You know, we did, we did. So um, it, it's it's interesting. It'll be interesting, and it really, it's only Munster they're keeping it because sure, the other was the Leinster really is a rest of Ireland championship. Like you know, you've Galway and if Antrim are, are to come back up into the Lee McCarthy, they're going in, they're going fired into that championship yeah. as well. So it's a. I think eventually it, it's going to it's going to probably go. I think that's. Yeah. We we do things very slowly and in stages in the GA, you know, and it's just mm. one step by step every couple of years. I think the, the next next thing will be that that'll probably become an open draw kind of a championship. And this kind of the whole pandemic thing is probably one where everyone's kind of looking at it in the clubs, county boards, and they say Pro Park are looking at it all over, kind of what can be changed and if the time change that, it is next year too, you know. When you have systems mm. like this where you're working off set time frames and that, and it's what club and county want. Like, if you ask all club players this year, was that like training with seat when they've club county lads training with clubs to make some difference, even their parents are training session and the vibe yeah. to give out, you know. And that's what you want. It's all about club at the end of the day. Like, you know, you could win 40 50 all Ireland, but if lads ain't enjoying club hurling or losing players at the grassroots level, and it's not going to affect like. And let them let the intercounter off then then do your or from August or July on and make their big money then like you know and drive home happy is yeah yeah it's a no brainer like when you when you put it down that way like you know what I mean yeah it's great I mean like Sean you you see it there with the with the Sayers and and into a tomb your county players in the present format 
or we say up until this year. So when would you have seen him? Maybe the night before you go out to play the first round of the championship or whatever. Yeah. And you know, in in a split season, they'll be there the whole time, and it'd be great for for everyone in the, in the club to have them all the time there, constantly a train and bringing up the level of train and the, the attitude that they bring to it. Um, and you know, for younger lads, and even just for the team, then you know, I mean. Sayers, we'll say the Sayers because they have the biggest rep, representative on the tip team. They're, they're probably playing away lads there at centre back or wing back there on, on the team. And them lads know they're not going to be there when the when the first round comes in because you're not leaving a party or Ronan on the line. <laughs> you know, that's the reality of it. Like. Yeah, it's grand to watch a few challenge games around your club challenge games and we'd have def- a near and near full team out and kind of going, Jeez, this is strange. No one see this too often. Man. That's probably how a lot of teams mm-hmm. this year. Like came on, Kilangan had their full. I know they won't allow you not to count for him, but they had their full peak without any messing because they have black lads and underage pants and stuff as well. That could have happened again this year. Sure would, sure would. So you never knew, you never knew from one week to the next whether you were going to have them either, you know, because it's if the, if the boys get best, yeah, we'll have them, or but then they win, and all right, we're not going to be playing again for another two two weeks or a month or whatever. So. Our poor Billy Seymour done his ankle and side train there the other night there at Wednesday night and then they're playing championship the following week and all like no fear of that, no injuries and that happen, but at least they're in your field and you can mind them in such a way. Exactly. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 